Hello and good day, beautiful, marvelous podcast family. I hope that wherever you are on this planet, you are doing tremendous, and I am sending all of my love, well wishes, good vibes, positive intent your way, wishing you, your family, your friends, nothing but the best. We've got an incredible show for you today. We have Tevya Feng on. He is the head of White Tiger Qigong, and we are talking about the power of Qigong for healing, cultivating human potential, and developing mental and spiritual power. This is a fantastic episode. We go into what Qigong is, fascia, a uh, functional Qigong. We talk about uh, ways to overcome the mind and also develop mental, emotional, and spiritual power. We talk about the work of Dr. Joe Dispenza, uh, emotional states, breath work to hack the nervous system, the power of Qigong versus traditional breath work, uh, sound technology, overcoming stress and anxiety, and uh, the limits to human potential. So this is a fantastic episode. I know that you are going to enjoy it. If you want to support this show, please share the episode as far and as wide as you can in Messenger and Telegram, wherever, because we're currently overcoming censorship. It's nuts. If you were a Patreon and and you want to support the show, Patreon just deleted my account. So go to mattbelair.com, become a member. You can do, do so by any donation you want a dollar three dollars six bucks whatever you want if you can chip in something that's fantastic and you can also have access to all the shows for free um if you go over to mattbelair.com and look at the membership and you'll see lots of options over there and you can email me matt at zenathlete.com and would love to uh hear from you you can also leave a review on itunes that really helps as well and we're just going to keep trying to get the best guests and promote positivity and building a better world together i don't know why they keep wanting to, to delete that but they do so uh, we're gonna keep trucking forward also check out the telegram t.me forward slash matt belair is a great way to stay in touch and make sure you sign up for the email list to for um up-to-date you know direct communication if all else fails and for those of you guys who, if, who really want to make a difference in the world, if you want a little bit of clarity for power and direction of for living your life purpose, you want to overcome overwhelm and anxiety and basically being a little bit lost, um, check out the new Atomic Alchemy Group or the Soul Compass Course or the Quantum Heart Hypnosis audios all of those things are designed for you to create a very strong intuition connect with your heart your soul and your spiritual power so you can navigate and build your life using all the tools for peak performance mindset and overcoming fear and limiting beliefs and all of that but you need to have a heart and soul centered vision and so if you want to join the atomic alchemy group as my guest you can hit me up matt at zenathlete.com and there's tons of training for you with community and group and accountability and everything you need to navigate these very challenging times. So if you're interested in that, hit me up at matt at zenathlete.com or go to mattbelair.com forward slash coaching and uh, you'll find a link to give me a little bit more details about your situation and how I might be able to help you. Um, Also, this show is brought to you by our incredible sponsor, The Good Inside. If you go to thegoodinside.com forward slash matt, M-A-T-T-B, you are going to get $50 off off their pure body pure body extra heavy metal 
detox. There are so much more coming up about this heavy metals, even in cucumbers and in friggin' raspberries. If you look up the dirty dozen, it really blew my mind. Um, heavy metals uh, can lead to chronic disease. They can lead to lethargy. They can lead to all kinds of problems. And it is in everything. The more I look into it, the more I realize it's a massive problem. So I've been taking the Pure Body Extra with two green drinks a day and apple cider vinegar. Um, it is a very simple protocol. It's a very powerful protocol. You can definitely do more. There's some great information out there, but this is a simple uh, uh, protocol because the zeolite, which is in the Pure Body Extra, that is one of the number one tools for getting rid of the heavy metals in the body. And I've had more uh, energy, more clarity, and a little bit more optimism because I know that if I'm not careful with my diet, I can feel a little bit lazy, <laughs> especially in the morning. So if you're interested in that, check out our sponsor. We're, we're definitely happy to have them um, support the show. And uh, last but not least, the best way to support the show is to do three kind acts in the world uh, wherever you are today. So let's come into a state of peace and coherence. Oh, also, if you go into the show notes of this episode, you can go on to uh, Odyssey and check it. And if you go on to any of the links where you'll be able to find this show, uh, Tevia is going to offer a free book to everybody who is listening to this episode, you just need to use the code white TG Qigong. So that's white TG Q I G O N G. Um, and then there's a link. So if you check out the show notes, it's going to be there for you. You know, go over to Odyssey, Matt Belair, you'll find the episode 494 with Tavia Feng, and uh, you can get an access um, to his book, The Five Elements of Qigong, for free. So that was very nice of him, and uh, check that out. All right, so let's come into a state of peace and coherence. Wherever you are in the world, just stop what you're doing. Take in a deep breath in through your nose. Hold that breath. And let it out slowly, filling every cell, every muscle, and every fiber of your being with peace, joy, contentment, power, inspiration, faith, courage, and ready to enjoy this absolutely phenomenal episode with Tevia Feng. Hello and welcome to the Mastermind Body and Spirit Show. I'm your host, Matt Belair. As you know, we are currently overcoming mass censorship. If you'd like to support this show, you can become a member at mattbelair.com, become a patron, share episodes far and wide, and leave a review and spread the word. But the best thing that you can do if you want to support this program is to consider doing three kind acts wherever you are in the world today. Today's guest has been practicing martial arts, qigong, and meditation since the age of seven. He has traveled and trained with masters all over the world. He has published three books on Qigong and has taught thousands of students from professional athletes, martial arts champions, and more. He is the master instructor at White Tiger Qigong, and his mission is to open the pathway for people to ignite transformation and maximize potential, creating a movement of a shift in consciousness to create global healing Welcome to the show, Tevia Fong. Thanks for having me. Excited to be here. Yeah, I'm excited for this, man. I was going through your your bio, and uh, you know, we do a lot of similar things. We have a lot of similar interests. I, I shortened it. You've you've done a lot. You've trained with a lot of different masters, and then you've also shared those teachings with a lot of different people. So I'm just excited to dive into everything martial arts and energy and qigong and and all this stuff that i enjoyed when i was traveling china and and 
and exploring as a martial arts student myself. So I'd love for you to share your origin story a little bit, like your background and, you know, a little bit of your life experience and how you got to, you know, doing what you are today and teaching this to as many people as possible. Well, I was born with chronic illness and my father didn't want me to be on medication my whole life and in, in, in with doctors. He, he wasn't into an alternative method. And, you know, my sister was born with rickets. My brother was, sorry, my brother was born with rickets. My sister was born with pneumonia. My grandmother was died of an early death of a respiratory disease. My, I had a family member die of colon cancer. I had a member die of heart disease. So I had three strikes against me <laughs> and chances were I wasn't going to have a long, healthy life if my family didn't break the chain. And so my father was into Qigong, mother was into yoga and meditation. And so my father also did martial arts. And so he got me into a, a class with a Qigong master when I was seven years old. And it was there that I learned to strengthen my organs, concentrate my mind, and change my life. Now, fast forward years later, I was in a brutal car accident when I was a teenager. Doctors told me I had to have surgery on my spine and my knee. They said, there's no way around it. I was scared because I was a young guy and I knew what spinal surgery meant. It meant years of you know possibly being debilitated and or really becoming immobile and and as a martial artist as a qigong practitioner that is a really scary thought so i went to my master and i said i'm gonna have to go under the knife and he said don't do it yet try this simple qigong exercise i was i was in really bad back pain all the time like i couldn't sit more than 30 minutes at a time without becoming, you know, really, really, you know, in heaving pain. And so I did this simple undulation of the spine. This It's called the wave. And you do it with breathing and visualization and actual movement. And it's very calming. And it would, it would soothe my back pain. And all those aches and pains would go away. The worry and anxiety would leave. And I would be able to then sit in a chair again. And I'd have to do it, you know, sometimes a few times a day. And it took me years to heal. It took me about four years to heal, but I never had surgery. I have a better spine than most people I know, half my age. And I attribute it to Qigong. This is, you know, it's not a, there's, it's not a magic bullet, but it can do things that you don't need to rely on pills and, and, and medicines that, and, and leave your power of your body in the hands of another person. And that's what it is about to me is you have the power to take control of your own health. And so year, years later, I, um, I ended up working in a Qigong clinic in China, working with cancer patients, people with difficult to treat illnesses. And that was really the beginning of when I started to really just focus on medical Qigong. So focusing on it as a, as a path of healing and longevity. Uh, as a youth, I was uh, very martial focused and I was in a tournament and I, I um, popped my hip out of place really bad by kicking. And I went to my Chinese medicine doctor and he says, you're going to die an early death if you don't stop this, this competition fighting. Because I was, I was addicted to the adrenaline rush. I was getting into fight or flight, like very intense adrenaline rushes. I loved it. I fed off of it. I thrived on those adrenaline rushes. And he said, you're only supposed to be going into these type of adrenaline rushes, you know, a few times in your life, but you're doing it on a weekly basis. He's like, you're going to have, if you want to have a long life, you better stop. 
now. So I stopped. I stopped then and I just started focusing on medical Qigong. And that's why I've worked with some martial arts champions because they, their immune system was compromised or they were feeling, you know, overwhelmed with anxiety and this, they found this practice helped them balance. Now they could actually continue competition fighting and keep their bodies in balance and keep their immune systems in balance through these techniques. Whereas me, I was just too addicted to the adrenaline rush. So I never went back to it, but yeah. So, so that's pretty much in a nutshell, uh, where I came from and, and how I got on this path. Holy smokes, man. Well, that, that's an amazing story. Uh, there's so many things I'd love to dive into. I just love to start with a very basic question though. Can you define what Qigong is for people who are new yeah. to it? That's a great question. And, uh, I love this question because, you know, Qi is literally breath. And when we look at the traditional character, the Chinese character for Qi, it's a rice kernel popping with gas. So it's literally an alchemical process. So when you breathe in air, you're taking an oxygen that there's an alchemical process happening in your body. It create, you put two and two together, it creates combustion. You eat food, it comes into your body and then it creates energy. So that's literally all it is. Now, Gong is the refined skill. So Qi Gong is the refined skill of working with energy. And I wanted to find a way to explain it to, you know, a Western audience that would make sense, that was tangible. And when I stumbled across fascia and fascia science, that all, you know, took hold of me. So what Thomas Myers, he was a manual therapist. He wrote a book called Anatomy Trains. He found that there was these connective tissue lines in the body. And these connective tissue lines, he didn't know anything about Chinese meridian maps. He went and compared them to Chinese meridian maps. They were almost identical to the Chinese meridian maps. So, but these were actually physical, physically tangible connective tissue lines that run through the body. Now he found when you coil and uncoil these fascia lines, you can generate an electrical charge that he could measure with a scientific instrument. And my master had always said, okay, tension to relaxation in the meridians generates chi. So then I realized we're just creating electrical charges in the body. And then we can direct those charges where we want with Qigong because we know how to use kinetic energy to direct it to the part that we want to go to. Now, Qi is the movement, the catalyst for the movement of blood. So essentially we're creating these electrical charges that are stimulating the movement of blood for deep circulation into the body, anywhere you want it to go or need it to go. And so that is my long explanation of what is Qigong. Well, I love that. I'm so glad you brought that up. And that makes perfect sense to me because within the training that I've done or my understanding of it, it's interesting to see how it will always come back to electromagnetism. So I was training with the Native American elders, and then I went to Egypt with the Resonance Science Foundation. And most of them, there was a consensus that there's only one energy here and it's electricity or electromagnetism. And when I was training in China and watched one of the masters break stone with two fingers and, and bigger pieces over his head, like he wasn't, it wasn't a trick. There's a lot of people who in the martial arts world and in the spiritual world and in the new age community, they'll actually do a trick. And actually there was a one person even locally here is a, a local church and she was, uh, this person has strong faith. And, and I think that there's a lot of great things about religion. And I think that there's a lot of things that uh, are not so great. Um, you know, if you really, same with martial arts, it's how it's used. But 
the interpretation can vary. And so someone was doing this trick where you lengthen the foot and it's a magic trick. And so she was going around and, and talking about how you can use energy to heal people, which I believe is true. There's truth to that. Um, but what this guy was doing was a magic trick to say it was the spirit of God. And I was like, you son of a gun. So people do that in martial arts as well. So when you come back to the mastery and the electromagnetism and talk about generating that within the body, the first thing for people to understand is that that's health for you. You know, your story of healing is extraordinary, um, you know, to, to be able to heal a back injury, to be able to, you know, understand your body and energy. So uh, I think that's in, incredible. And uh, I was going to ask you a question, but do you want to just kind of comment, comment on that a little bit first? Well, you know, there are all types of incredible stories of, you know, sort of mystical and magical uh, types of Qigong. And I don't, you know, I know people who are involved in that. I don't teach it because number one, that kind of training is a whole different kind of training. And my objective was what I call functional Qigong. And that is something that uh, anyone can do and that anyone can get results from, you know, there is the, the, um, there's the Lei Shun Dao. There's the, 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 uh, lightning, uh, spirit sect, you know, uh, or some people call them the thunder spirit sect. You know, these guys are the kind of guys who practice, you know, generating fire and stuff like that. That is a very intense practice. Uh, people get sick doing it. Uh, I know people who've gotten sick trying to do these kinds of Qigong that where they emit eternal, you know, external electricity and stuff like that. I don't, I don't go into that so much because uh, I just don't uh, feel that that's my path. My path really is to deliver the functional Qigong that anyone can do that is really going to bring someone tangible, effective results immediately and exercises they can do themselves. So that way they can be in control of their own health and not depend on someone. And I'm sort of like the anti-guru kind of guy. I, I was always, you know, put off by gurus and because there's a power that you give away when you, when you submit to the guru. And, you know, I, I, I was in this stage in my life years ago, I would fall in love with the master, you know, in, in a sense, not romantically speaking, but fall in love with like, you know, thinking, you know, this guy is the most amazing person in the world. And I want to follow everything he does only to be disappointed to realize he's a human being just like anyone else. And so I wanted to show people, you know, you have the, the power within you and this is how you can do it. You just need to know the right technique. And it's, it's actually not so magical or mystical. It's actually something that's tangible that anyone can do. And I, I found ways to tie it in with neuroscience and sports science. So it's tangible to bring to the modern person in everyday life. Yeah. I love that. And you brought up a great, um, great idea that people should always consider is like, you get, you need to be your own master. And I've kind of done that as well, where I travel the world finding these different masters. They're great teachers that can show you techniques from their results of what they get, right? It's like, oh, wow, you have these amazing results. And it's interesting for 
my younger self, I wanted to break the stone and do all these different things. But as you get older, it's really about that internal world, that internal peace, the internal balance. Um, but it also gives you that idea of strength and empowerment, right? Martial arts and understanding yourself and things like that. You know, you could know all the best martial arts in the world and be the heavyweight UFC champion. Um, but, you know, somebody holds a gun to you. Well, then you're kind of toast if, you know, uh, unless, you know, sp that spiritual force is going to help you. And, and most people are kind of when we're navigating this life of uncertainty, the spiritual preparedness, I think, is key. Like you can do the other preparedness, but that spiritual inner balance of who you are, of your uh, connection with spirit, right? Of your connection with yourself, of faith in yourself, that that gives you the direction and the different teachers to give you different skills. So I think you brought, brought up a lot of really important things there. And just for the fun aspect of things, I always like to see the limits of human potential. So from, from your experience, what's the, what's the craziest thing that you've seen perform that you are pretty confident it wasn't a magic trick or trickery or something? Um, and, and the limits. Um, but I think, as you said before, and I have that same view, it's not about these superpowers, right? The, the master that I trained with in China, it wasn't about breaking the stone. It was about his own mastery, right? And that's how he communicated it and said, this is, this is possible for everyone. It's a mix of hard qigong of poking a tree every day for years where there's dent holes outside the tree in the academy, you know, a quarter inch deep, which I had to do poke a tree and just hurt my fingers. And it was the qigong that he practiced every morning, but it wasn't like this amazing feat of strength. And look at me, it's like, wow, the human body is capable of extraordinary things. So I'd love to hear if you have any uh, wild stories of, of what you think, uh, what you've seen or what you think is capable for the human to do. <laughs> well, I'm glad you asked that because, you know, that is my real area of interest. And I say white tiger qigong uh, what is what I teach. And that's, you know, the first stage is, is healing. The second stage is transformation. And the third stage is maximum potential. So discovering your true potential. And that's the area of qigong that is really that I delve into and that fascinates me a lot and that I play with. I'm, and so, I mean, when you talk about cr the craziest things I've ever seen, um, <laughs> I mean, I, it's, it, no one's asked me that in a long time, but I'll tell you, I trained with a master who, uh, went inside and could know exactly what I was thinking, precisely what I was thinking. And I would go into meditation and he could know every single detail of what I was meditating. He would write it down and then throw me the paper after I came out of the meditation. And it freaked me out. And I remember one day I was gonna go see him and it was storming outside and I didn't wanna go out. I decided I'm gonna stay home. Right as I just made that decision, I get a call and it's him on the phone. He says, so you're not coming today, right? Cause it's raining and you just wanna stay home. I said, how did you know that? He said, I felt it. And I was, I just, this guy blew me away. So I, I don't have that capability as of now, but that's one of the craziest things in Bali. I watched, uh, the, they changed the weather, you know, you, you had the King of Ubud's birthday and, um, it was storming out and there was, they, they said, we're going to clear the sky and it sounded like a bunch of BS. Right. But <laughs> the, five minutes later, the sun came out over the ceremony. And then after the ceremony was done, the clouds came back and it rained again. So, I mean, I've seen some weird stuff. <laughs> Definitely. Um, do I know how to do that? No, no, absolutely not. I mean, you can find John Chang on the internet doing fire Qigong. And I know the guy who actually filmed it, uh, 
So you had the the Blair brother, the Blair brothers filmed that, and that's you know I believe that's real. Um, but in terms of what I can do, it might seem minuscule compared to that. Uh, well, I've proven it in uh, neuroscientific uh, with neurotech in a uh, in an office, a neurotech office. I was able to completely, and I have this on recording, shut off all brain activity with the white tiger breath. So I could fire up different regions of the brain on will, and then I could completely shut everything off. And that's, you know, the state where we say we're going into the Wuji state, the state of nothingness. And these guys were blown away because they have all types of meditators come in and do all types of tricks with the neurotech. And they were just like, then after that, they wanted to learn my Qigong <laughs> because to be able to shut off the mind and go into that state of nothingness is, is a really empowering exercise that people can do if they know how to do, if they just have the right practice, the right training, uh, the right techniques. And that's something that's tangible that anyone could actually do with that right training. And the amount of of power that that gives you over your own mind. And, and for me, it's about power over your own mind. I mean, maybe you've, you've, you've listened to the audio book or read the book, uh, can't hurt me by David Goggins. Yeah. You, yeah. So that is a real, you know, that is the Navy seal version of overcoming the mind. Right. And, and, and even beyond the Navy. Seal. And that's one of the things that why I resonated with that book is because he was about overcoming the mind. And, and, and that's one of the things that I feel is really powerful about Qigong is you're able to get the, the most incredible uh, focus and concentration and power in the mind. So, well, that's, a, yeah. that's amazing. I, I love all that. And, and there's so many things I want to bring up. I kind of lost my train of thought. But the, the first thing I want to bring up was um, the idea of the weather. Um, I was at the Oregon eclipse a few years ago and I, I had missed this, but a lot of my friends actually told me what happened. And it was something along the lines that um, this, there was indigenous people there. And um, when he started to talk, he said, let the rains fall. And they said, it started to fall. And he spoke for about 20 minutes. Right. And then, and then he basically said, let the clouds clear and they cleared. And my friends were like, what the hell? <laughs> you know, I was like, what the hell? I've heard of those ideas before, but you could tell that these people just witnessed it. And uh, it's very interesting to explore what is potentially possible. And the whole idea here is that it's not what I've seen people fall victim to or get misled it's like it's about the power right like when you're a kid and you do martial arts you sometimes like oh i want to be able to beat up other kids right but once you can do that you realize it's not about beating up other kids from from a guy's perspective mostly anyway right it's just like you want to you want to have your own um empowerment and your own accountability so you can protect yourself right it's not about you know showing off and getting on stage and and it's all about me it's oh this is what i'm capable of i'm connected to myself i'm connected to my environment i am uh capable and and it also takes away the fear and i feel like so many people are so limited by fear and everything in their life you know we're walking around so afraid and disconnected from ourselves from spirit and from our capabilities one thing i'll say often is that 
people live by their their fears and you know their least capability and they don't explore their maximum potential like what am i capable of what if i threw everything at this you know um what if everything worked out well and everything you're saying as far as these practices is so fundamental like when you talk about shutting off the brain when I wrote Zen athlete and I was trying to break it down for kids and I was like, well, what does this book actually do? And I was like, well, fundamentally at the very core is three things. The first thing is when the kid is going to do a basketball shot to clear his mind, a person who is able to clear their mind and a person who is not able to do that. There's a fundamental shift in consciousness and quality of life and capabilities and how they understand themselves and adapt and everything. Then it's to visualize the shot going in, which is another fundamental difference because, you know, you influence your reality. And then the third thing is to uh, if you miss the shot or whatever happens to choose the most positive and empowering perspective possible. And so that's another shift. And so if you can do this from a state where you're whole, complete and harmonious, and that's where I feel like it's the Zen or the Tao or whatever you want to call it, um, it's a very powerful place to live in. And 90% of people are not doing that. And so I'd love for you to either comment on that or I'll throw another question at you. Well, you know, I think you hit the nail on the head there. And I think that, yeah, I mean, really finding, digging deep and finding your own power and how, and people don't realize how much power they have and they give up that power to other people. And that's why I believe there's so much suffering because there's a lot of people out there who are preying off of weak people's weakness and people who don't believe in themselves and don't believe in their own personal power. And they're feeding off of that. And that's leading many, many, maybe millions of people astray into the wrong path or into, into uh, someone who can actually feed off of that. And so I think the real core lesson of all that is your is discovering your own power, what you can do. Like think about like, like go back to my story where I, instead of just listening to the doctor and saying, okay, I give up, you can take my body and you cut it up and do what you want. I took my power and I realized I could heal. And I realized, Hey, the doctor can be wrong sometimes. Now I'm not saying if you go and get an accident, don't get treatment. What I'm saying is, recognize that you might have much more power than you ever realized you were capable of and how to tap that and how to believe in that. And that's the thing about Qigong. People always say, do you really believe in this Qigong stuff? I said, it doesn't matter what I believe. I said, do you believe in what this Qigong stuff? Because you have to believe in it so much. And one of the things I found about Qigong is it's all about the power of belief. You believe in it so strongly that you generate and create a physiological reaction. You're creating and you're controlling your physiological reactions by controlling your beliefs. Okay. So it, you, you take something that's mental and turn it into something that's physically tangible. I love that. That's a, that's a really powerful uh, story and analogy. I'm reminded of going to Dr. Joe Dispenza's, uh, I forget what the first one's called, but I did the first one and then I did the advanced one as well. And he talks about how when you go get a diagnosis from the doctor, it's like the doctor's death sentence, like you've given the power over to them. Now there is of course good Western medicine, but if you uncover and pack that whole thing, 
uh, you realize the influence of pharmaceuticals and other things. And I've had many doctors on the show um, talk about that. So your experience there with your back, it's like, okay, this is a back. How am I supposed to fix that? And the, the first thing you spoke of is just the accountability for yourself. And so these people at, you know, Dr. Joe's thing or whether they're doing it through Qigong or other methods, they're taking that accountability and they're putting their faith in themselves, in their body, and also spirit, nature, the universe, or God to support them. Now, there's definitely times where we want to use that Western medicine for sure. And it's also interesting to hear how many stories coming out from these different avenues of healing the body themselves of what's possible, right? And putting that power and those electrical charges and the faith in, in your own body to heal. It's, it's really extraordinary. And, you know, I feel like for most people, the way that I, I like to talk about it, it's like in, in sports, if you're going to do this trick, you've never done before, maybe it's a double backflip over a hundred foot jump or, you know, something on your motorcycle, you need that belief to do it or don't do it because you're going to face an immediate consequence. And so most people need that catalyst. So injury or sickness is often a catalyst for people to be, be still, reconnect with themselves, be able to shut off the mind and then direct their consciousness, direct their will towards what they want to create. And so I'd love for you to either comment on that or throw, throw you another question. Yeah, well, I mean, you were talking about, you know, the will to create. It's like, what one of the things I realized when I was in competition fighting in martial arts and, and I never lost a single fight. And why? Because I would make myself believe that I was going to die if I didn't win. So I'd make myself believe I was going to die if I didn't win. It would bring in the animal, bring out the animal within me. And then I realized after I stopped all that, that I could harness that and focus that in the healing itself. <laughs> I see you got a, a nice, your baby. Yeah. Hi. yeah. <laughs> My so daughter cute. is, uh, she is, she doesn't really care what I'm doing at, at, at any time. Uh, well, yeah, I, I totally agree with that. And so I'd love for you to speak about, oh, hold on. She is distracting. Like that, what you've learned, like, how do you teach for high performance or how do you um, teach for like the regular Joe just to, to clear their mind or what are some of the most powerful exercises that, you know, and, and how, and I would love for you to talk about the science of it, like how you're integrating these two worlds. Yeah. Well, first off, when we want to relax and like from anxiety or worry or excessive emotions like anger, we need to first recognize the intrinsic physical connection to the emotions. And so the organs are connected to the emotions and the body has a physiological reaction to emotions. And that comes into the fascia. And for those who don't know what fascia is, it's this spidery, gluey, fibrous web that sits right underneath the skin. It wraps around the organs wraps around the bone and becomes the bone. It wraps around all the muscles. It's what holds you together. It's the glue that holds you together. And this is a communications network that you could have pain in one part of your body, but it could be coming from another part of your body. Like you could have a headache and that could be related to something going on in your, your, your feet. And so this understanding that our body, there's no separation between our spirit and our physical body. That's the Taoist teaching that I really love and that I really fully embrace. And so how we can apply that 
tangibly is every time you've gone through like real worry or anxiety, your stomach kind of turns, right? And that is that physiological reaction to the emotion. When you get angry, you tense, you might make a fist, you might make clench your jaw. And so that again is the physiological reaction where our body is now taking on that tension and going into a tension, a hypertension state. And from a neuroscience perspective, we're triggering what's called a sympathetic reaction. So in, in neuroscience, you have the the, the nervous system, you have the parasympathetic, which is rest and digest, and you have the sympathetic nervous system, which is the fight or flight. Now we want to balance in between those two uh, nervous system responses, but the majority of modern society is living in a sympathetic state of fight or flight. I mean, think about it. Many people you know, pre-COVID or whatever, got into cars, go rushing to work, to get, and they're late for work. They're in a traffic jam. They get to work. The boss is angry. They have a deadline. They get a call from home. Something's wrong with the family at home. Uh, you know, they're go. You know, life is full of this. You know, constant turmoil, ups and downs, and you don't know what's coming next. And we're living in this sympathetic state of fight or flight. And what happens is we start to lose that control over our emotional state and we become reactive and we're living reactions. Whereas with this Qigong, you can start to first move that tension out of the body. So if I've got anger, I'm going to go do some movements. They're going to release it from my body to so release that physical tension. And then I'm going to come back. I'm going to do some breathing techniques some meditation and visualization techniques, some healing sounds. I'm going to release it and release it and release it, connect to the emotion and release it, and then bring in the antidote emotion. Once I've worked it out of my physical body, now my mind is in a state where it, I can program it and I can start to program the beliefs and the emotions that I want to take on rather than being powerless and being like a leaf in the wind going whichever way my emotions and society takes me. And so really that's in a nutshell, uh, tying in the science, as you asked, with what's happening with the Qigong and how it works to balance yourself emotionally. Now, um, you had asked how I worked with high-performance athletes. Let's take uh, Dua Hussein, who was the 2019 world champion female karate fighter. She was doing white tiger Qigong right in her, in the, in the, in the stadium that she was, uh, just about to do her tournament fight, her final competition fight. She was doing white tiger qigong. She was doing deer, which calms fear. And so she was calming the fear and then going into a super concentrated state. And that's how she used qigong for her maximum peak performance. Because these, you know, the, these people are trying to, they're seeking maximum potential, maximum peak performance. So that's how, it, and, and now the average Joe is like what I was just telling you about you go through an emotion, you go outside, you go do your Qigong, you feel better, you reprogram yourself and you come back in and you're in a completely different state of mind and you're in control of your emotions. So that's it. That's amazing. I love that. It's so incredibly simple and so incredibly powerful. It literally is night and day because you're factoring all the important elements. Like sometimes in the new age community, it's like only, only the positive emotions, which I don't think 
that is that's the right way because life isn't just positive emotions there's negative uh like or you know bad feelings right life can be stressful and things like that but it's taking accountability for how you feel and like you said you're not just reactionary like oh like this emotion is going to happen and then my emotions run me actually there's this consciousness this soul part of me that gets to decide and control to a degree what is happening here emotionally as, as Marcus Aurelius puts it is to be able to respond to the things that are happening, right. To not, not let them control you, not let your fears control you. And that really fundamentally is what's happening to a lot of people is their fear of what may happen is controlling them in that present time. And it's not even real. It's this fantasy, this, this fear nightmare, that's not even legit. And so when you're going about your day, and you have this negative emotion, what you're talking about is first the awareness of it, then processing it and say, hey, I'm not ignoring it. I feel it and it's here. Um, processing that and once it's processed, it's out of the body, um, then you can install the preferred emotion. It's the, it's so simple and so complete. I think I've, I've heard this analogy before and I find it to be very accurate and interesting. And the idea is that the body is like a hard drive. Let's say we all have a hundred terabytes. And when we have an, an experience, let's say I give the a negative one, like, um, you know, let's say emotional trauma, let's say your dad beat you as a kid, something, something terrible like that. Right. Or, or you have this nice puppy dog and you watch it just get run over by a car. Well, when that happens, it's not like regular memory where you would just go about your day and you see a bird and it flies away. That's only going to take up a tiny little bit of space, but you, you have this strong emotion from some awful experience. It ends up getting stored in the body, just like memory. And it's stored in the body unless you know how to clear it. So as you're getting all this Ram and all this storage and all these emotions, now your body, your physical body is responding differently. And in your mind and your soul is like, oh, I feel trapped in this thing. I am not in control of this. And what you are sharing, and this is something that I learned years ago through martial arts and in a very similar but different way. It's the same, same, but different. Uh, you know, it's like, no, you, you can overcome that. And I feel like that is such a fundamental difference. And the simplest technique that I would share with people is when you notice it, that's the first step. Notice the negative emotion, notice the challenge, notice the discomfort in your body. Just take in three deep breaths, you know? And if it, that doesn't clear it, take in another deep three breaths, you know? Just it's keep it nice and simple. You don't have to go do anything crazy, but those three fundamentals of what you're sharing are profound and complete with nothing missing. And that's what I found as well with stuff that works. It's not complicated. So we've been talking about the martial arts aspect and doing superhuman stuff. Well, for me, before I deadlifted anything, I thought 400 pounds was superhuman, you know, and I was able to accomplish that in three months without never deadlifting once in my life. And it was through a simple process that I did every day. You know, it was like a physical thing. Like, oh my God, four plates of size. Like that, that's crazy. So there's simple processes that have extremely effective results for getting what you want. So I'd love for you to comment on my rant. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like you were just saying, like when you were deadlifting and you did something that you at one time you thought was, you know, 
was it like a dream and you, you found it was achievable. You, and, and everything that I've done in my life at some point, I thought, oh, wow, imagine I could ever do that. And then they're like, wow, I'm actually doing it. And so believing in that, creating the intention, setting the intention, and then doing it. And that's what Qigong really taught me. And that's, you know, how I've grown white tiger. You know, we've, we've, we've grown white tiger from, I was teaching in my backyard for, you know, 20 bucks an hour and three times a week, three lessons a week I would give and, um, and barely scraping by enough to barely eat. And, uh, having a friend put me up in a, in a house to live in <laughs> to going to creating white tiger, which now we have, uh, almost 60,000 members. And, uh, and, and I've taught thousands of people around the world and I've taught some incredible individuals that I'm like, wow, these, this guy or this lady's coming to me. I'm like, I, I just so surprised myself, even what what's happening. And now our goal, our mission is to reach 10% of the population. Why 10%? 10% is the tip scientific number for the tipping, a tipping point. And so 10% of the population, 780 million. So I was like, okay, so how do we reach 10% of the world? Well, I started researching organizations that have reached 10% of the world. And I'm looking at it and like, they started off like me. I mean, just look at one simple thing like CrossFit. CrossFit started in some guy's you know garage, and then he re- he created ten thousand CrossFit boxes, you know, and 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 he's got he's reached over ten percent of the world through that, and so I realized this is achievable. Just like I thought, you know, to to be able to just reach a thousand people at first with White Tiger Qigong was a dream. Then I was like, okay, let me reach ten thousand people, and now. I'm like, okay, we're having 100,000 visitors a month on our website now and 60,000, almost 60,000 members. So I'm like, it, it's, uh, it's all achievable. And so I'm just totally focused on what the next step and how to get there. And um, yeah, so that all ties back into your deadlift story. Yeah. yeah, that's incredible. And it, it gives you new milestones, right? Like when, once you kind of start the process, I think the idea is like the the techniques do not need to be complicated. Uh, test them out, right? Like, especially when you get into the mystical stuff, right? It's like, do I, you know, align my chakras and this and that. And what I found from studying peak performance and the whole thing, it's always something simple. So my deadlift protocol was very simple with, you know, three sets of three every second day. That was it. And I went skateboarding. That's, that's it. It was so ridiculous. (laughs) You know what I mean? I wasn't killing myself. And so what you're sharing with that idea of the emotional state is so simple and it's so complete. That's why I shared that story. But will people do it? Right. I've shared the simplest protocols about strength and fitness and martial arts and well-being with so many people. But there's this block of them actually being able to go do it. And so that's where you got to find either like and it. You're it's not the only way right? But you have to have those elements in it sometimes, right? So you're having the element of awareness of your emotional feeling. You need an element of processing that emotion. They need the element of the intent or surrender to what it is that you want to come in back to the present moment. And so you take all those in, whatever you want, um, go ahead and do those, but you have to 
get to the point where you actually apply that on a daily basis to experience the results. And you're not going to get there until you start practicing. So I'd love for you to talk a little bit. we got a few minutes left. Um, I'm sure there's a lot of resources on your website, but I always love uh, techniques and strategies and things like that. Is there a few processes or one in particular that you can uh, give the listeners? And I, I want to know the one where you uh, shut off the brain completely. That's interesting. I've experimented with a lot of different breath work. That's probably one where I don't do consistently, uh, you know, because there's so many different techniques out there and processes that uh, it's one I haven't really dove into and done on a consistent basis. Um, but I, I explore them for like little bits at a time, you know, and, and breath for me is the easiest way to shut off the mind, but I just like straight up old fashioned meditation. And, uh, but the breath work is like, if you have a monkey mind or you've never tried anything, just do breath work. Cause it forces you, it forces it to happen. There's no way that you're not going to shut off the mind trying to do a, a breath work pattern. Yeah. I mean, well, yeah. Breath work is absolutely the fastest hack. And uh, so it literally is hacking the nervous system. And once you can hack into the nervous system, then you're able to create a physiological response that you want, the one that you want. And so, yeah, absolutely. That's why breath is the easiest one. Um, but I'm a full believer in also the movement to get it physically out of your body as well to release it. Um, but so, I mean, the, the breath I was doing in particular when I was able to shut off all thought and all brain activity was the white tiger breath. Now that's uh, a very intense breath. It's, uh, it's, it's a Taoist, uh, it's got the Taoist, it's kind of like the Taoist version of Tumo, you know? Uh, so it's got the martial fire breath, the Wu Hua breath. And that is a very strong, intense breath. Yoga has a similar breath called breath of fire. It's a little bit different than breath of fire, but similar, a little bit different than Tumo, but similar, you know, all these practices you remember come from Asia. So these guys were all like, you know, not too far from each other. I mean, Tibet was right next to China and, uh, and then you had India was right next to China. So these guys were all, you know, sharing at some point, traveling and mixing practices. But um, so it's very similar to Tumo in, in a respect uh, with breath holds and intense breathing techniques. Um, but I don't teach that now unless someone has done more advanced training with me because it can be dangerous and, uh, in the, in, if, if done incorrectly and done with the wrong mindset. So, I mean, if, are, are you asking for a, a, an actual exercise right now that anyone can do? Is that what you mean? Well, you know, I, I've heard that before and I, and I totally get that. You don't want to give them uh, the advanced version before they've studied, gone through the basics. I guess the question would be, can be rephrased around if somebody wants to start getting into some of these techniques or there's simple practice that you can share that somebody can uh, begin applying to get a taste of it. What, what's something that you could share? Well, I love the, the real simple thing that anyone could do like right now from their home without even getting up out of their chair is do Qigong breathing. And, you know, what's the difference between Qigong breath work and standard breath work? Well, Qigong breath work, we harmonize the body, the breath, and the spirit. So that means when I talk about spirit, I'm talking about like your awareness, you know, so not from a religious sense, but from uh, an awareness standpoint and, in, and your awareness can harness your intention. So we set an intention. So let's say we're going through, you know, a lot of the world right now is going through worry and anxiety. Okay. 
So what I want to do is I want to, first off, a lot of people are trying to suppress it and that's where they go wrong. They try to suppress their emotions and avoid them. Whereas that just stuffs it deeper down. So I want to breathe in and connect to that worry and anxiety. I want to really feel it in the most raw way. You know, so I'm going to breathe in and feel that and worry and anxiety come into me. And where do I feel it going? So if you just took a breath in through your nose and feel that, connect with that worry, that anxiety, that real fear of what's coming, what's happening. And then as you breathe out, you let it go. Okay. So we don't avoid emotions, but we can let them go easier. That's what a Qigong practitioner, someone who's proficient in this white tiger Qigong can do differently than another person. We all go through the same emotions, but the difference is we can let them go easier. We let go of our emotions and stay healthy. Okay. So I breathe in that worry, that anxiety, I feel where I feel it. And then I let it go and I make a sound. So the sounds are really powerful. Number one, when you do a vibrational sound, neuroscience has found it stimulates the vagus nerve. And when you stimulate the vagus nerve, you tap into the, you tap a parasympathetic response, putting you into the rest and digest mode. So you start to immediately release that sympathetic state, that fight or flight. And now we're, now we're, we're creating a physiological response where the brain is going to release chemicals to relax you. Okay. So the sound for worry and anxiety is so I breathe in a deep breath, feel that worry, anxiety, feel it. Where do I feel it? And I breathe out and I feel it releasing from my body, releasing from my organs, releasing from my mouth, coming out. Like I'm, it's, it's almost like emotional vomit. You know, when you feel you, you, you're scared to vomit, but when you do it, you feel so good. You feel you're like, okay, thank God I vomited. But so we're scared to connect to those emotions, but then you do it and you release it and you feel better. And then I can bring in the antidote emotion. I can bring in feeling nurtured, you know, even though, you know, we're so-called grownups, we still have that child inside of us that wants to feel protected, that wants to feel nurtured. And we have that. So we connect to the earth. We connect to the natural earth energy to mother earth. And so we breathe in the earth, we connect, you want to stand on the ground, preferably with your bare feet, connect with the earth or sit with your feet on the ground and connect with the earth and feel that as if you could draw in the earth, chi, the earth energy up through your feet into your spleen area. That's where worry and anxiety resides. And you breathe in that feeling of being nurtured, of being, you have everything you need, you're being cradled and you'll be okay. And you feel that and really make that emotion stronger than your worry and anxiety. And then you breathe out the worry and anxiety with who. So again, I breathe in that antidote emotion and I breathe out the emotion that's toxic for us in that moment. And finally, you'll bring your mind back to your lower belly, which you call the lower Dantian. It's deep in your lower belly, about three finger widths below your navel and a couple knuckles deep. It's where you're your digestive system and your sexual organs are. So that's like the real battery storage center. That's where the most powerful energy is created. And so we bring it and we focus on that to store the energy there. So that's real simple instructions. I mean, I've, you know, I don't want to pitch it, but I, I've got, I've got all this in like courses and uh, I've got online courses for this kind of stuff of releasing different kinds of emotions for body balance that go in deep detail about this. 
and uh, on my website, whitetigerchigong.com. So, yeah, no, that's, yeah. that's awesome. Well, that was my next question. Um, you know, kind of as a to final wrap it up, um, if there's anything that you wanted to chat about, but I'd also love to hear like your elevator pitch for, you know, the benefits of Qigong, why someone should practice, um, you know, any common questions that are, or um, what I call it, misconceptions people have and where they can find resources. Because I think that there's many paths to mastery and understanding yourself. And for me, martial arts was mine. And uh, it doesn't matter which way you can find it through boxing, you can find it through other ones, but I've always gravitated to things like Qigong, um, Kung Fu, you know, there's the martial side of you want to be uh, effective, right? So, you know, throwing a jab in the street, be able to punch someone in the face is one one aspect. But uh, the most important aspect is your understanding of self. And that's what the true martial arts is, is that understanding of self, of your own capabilities, of your connection with uh, spirit, with harmonizing the body, with accountability, with all of these different practices. And so I just love to hear your uh, elevator pitch on, you know, selling people uh, are encouraging them to give it a try, right? Because if they resonate with it, um, it's going to open the door to other possibilities. And so I just think it's one very fantastic way because the challenge I think is people to be motivated by something that they're interested in sometimes. And so I've always suggested martial arts, you know, whatever way, even if you're doing, you know, kickboxing as hard as you can, you're going to get into breath work. You know, if you're trying to get better, you're going to get into these other elements, these other styles, and it kind of opens the door. So I'd love for you to, um, yeah, just talk about some of the benefits and, and why you'd recommend it. Well, we got three tracks within white tiger Qigong. And if you're like me and you've been through a lot of, trauma in life. You've been through a lot of emotionally trying experiences and challenges in life. And you really want, don't want your emotions to run you. You, and maybe you've had body pain, aches and pains or injuries, and you want to heal that. We have emotional balance courses to balance each of the different types of emotions within you using Qigong and also for body pain. Uh, so Qigong for back pain, Qigong for neck pain, Qigong for shoulders, arms, and wrist pain. So this kind of, of Qigong, we have these emotional, I call them uh, the body spirit balance program. So, and then for those who really love Qigong and want to do a deep dive and gain proficiency and maybe even mastery, we have the master courses. And for those who want to really, they, they want this to become their livelihood and they love Qigong so much and they want to share it, we have teacher trainings. So I worked with professional in the education industry. I worked with a guy with his master's degree from, with his PhD from Stanford University in education and a lady with her master's degree from Harvard University in education to put together a university style curriculum that's really comprehensive of ancient Qigong. And I fused it with sports science and neuroscience, working with sports sport science experts and neuroscientists to put together this curriculum. So I'm very happy to share it, very excited to share it. And there's, there's only one thing I love better than actually doing Qigong, and that's sharing it with people who really need it. 
Awesome. I love all that. And where can people find more? So it's, it's your website and that's where they're going to find all the resources. And, and I invite people to, you know, get, give it a try, right? If you're curious and, and you're looking for these different things, you know, I like the uh, psychotherapy or the mindset type of stuff, but really integrating into the body is so key. And that's what I find the missing element to a lot of these mental, emotional practices for overcoming trauma or things like that. You need to integrate it into all aspects, mind, body, spirit, you know, they get into the body, get it into the breath and, and the mind. And that's how that spiritual um, element comes in also with your will and intent and martial arts embodies those. There's a reason why when I was training with the Shaolin masters, they had this, you know, energy body diagram that looked like some sort of um, hollow deck you know, multi-dimensional being I'm like, what the heck is this thing? You know, I was like, this is insane. Cause they're they're They have a mastery of the energy body. And so for me, I couldn't, I couldn't sell or promote or encourage martial arts anymore that I can. And, and just to experiment with the pathway and see what kind of results or benefits you get. So where can people learn and find out more? Well, white tiger Qigong is my website.com. That's white tiger. Qigong is spelled Q. I G O N G that's Q I G O N G white tiger, qigong.com. And I want to give a gift to all of your listeners here, a free ebook that we normally charge about 20 bucks for on my website. I'm going to give you a, a coupon code that you can give to your listeners so they can uh, have this to read it. Cause I really want to connect with you guys out there. And, uh, and I welcome you guys wholeheartedly with open arms. Oh, that's awesome. We appreciate that. Do you, do you have the link now or should I put it up in the notes after? I'll have you put it up in the notes after. Okay. So if you guys want that link, uh, it'll be on the notes, Odyssey, Rockfin. Uh, you could also email me, matt at zenathlete.com if you can't find it. Um, I've just been getting deleted everywhere. So I just want to make sure that they get the link when they make it. Um, so I'll have that posted everywhere and I'll uh, put it in the show notes too when I, when I release it. So uh, thank you so much for this. I appreciate you and your work and I, I, I support the mission of 10% of the population that that's incredible and uh, wish you all the best. So thank you so much for coming on and, and your work and everything you shared. Well, it's an honor to be here and thank you so much for having me. And I hope we can connect many more times in the future. Absolutely. We will. Okay. Well, thank you so much for coming and thanks everybody for listening. Thank you. Bye for now. There you have it, ladies and gentlemen, the absolutely phenomenal Tevia Feng. I hope that you enjoyed this show. If you did, please share it as far and as wide as you can. It helps so much if just a fraction of the audience would take a moment and share this to Facebook, to Instagram. Whatever you can do to promote the show really, really helps, especially at this time. If you want to get access to a book, uh, the, the Five Elements of Qigong by Tevia Feng from whitetigerqigong.com, you can use the code whitetigerqigong. That's whitetigerqigong. And the link will be in the show notes. It is also on Odyssey. If you go to episode 494, Tevia Feng, you're going to get the link there so you can access the book. Uh, I really enjoyed this episode. I've been a fan of martial arts and Qigong, you know, when I when I train with the Shaolin monks. So it's an extraordinary practice for anybody looking to, you know, get into something that helps cultivate the mind, the body, the spirit, mental, emotional, and spiritual power. Um, what else? Uh, Patreon has been deleted. So please go to mattbelair.com. 
and uh, click the membership. You can become a member for free or by donation. All the uh, There's exclusive content there, so there's a lot of bonus content in the members area, so that's a, a benefit. And you can do it for $1, $3, $10, whatever you can, uh, or free. If you need a link for free, just hit me up, matt at zenathlete.com. I'll send you a link immediately uh, and just appreciate you. You can, you know, you can leave a review on iTunes. You can do anything that you want to support the show, but you know, the show is free for everybody to hear. And for those of you guys who really want to get connected and you want to find some clarity, some balance and some power, you're looking for community. Um, you know, you can either check out the soul compass course, the quantum heart hypnosis, or hit me up mattbelair.com forward slash coaching. And I'll invite you as a guest to the atomic alchemy coaching group for those who are really dedicated to making a difference and really navigating these times with peace and power and contributing to your community and making a difference so anybody who is interested in that just matt at zenathlete.com and i would love to hear from you so thank you so much for listening to this episode i appreciate you i wish you and your family and your friends all the best let's come into a state of peace and coherence before we close out the show wherever you are in the world just stop what you're doing take in a deep breath in through your nose hold that breath and let it out slowly, filling every cell, every muscle, and every fiber of your being with peace, joy, empowerment, connection, enthusiasm, grace, courage, faith, and ready to enjoy the rest of your day knowing that you were created, you have purpose, you are protected, and there is absolutely nothing to fear. Have a beautiful day, and we'll see you in the next episode.